Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, May 4th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Jackal Protocol Updates, hosted by Cosmos Haas. Let's take a listen. Yeah, I was just talking with it on mute. That doesn't really work, does it? I do that all the time. <laughs> What's weird, though, like with Twitter, like when you run the spaces, right? I guess they changed it, but you, you click when it, like the music's playing or whatnot. You click to like talk. And then the music stops, so you think you're not on mute, but you have to click it again, I think, for it to be unmuted. So I just like was talking for a little bit, and I'm like, huh, that responds back. And then I look, and I'm like, oh, shit. There's, yeah, it didn't even go through. But what I was saying is I, was, uh, I just got done with a few things and just ready to get it going, see how you guys are doing. How about yourself? What are you oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm elbow deep in uh, an upgrade to our folder system, so that's had me occupied for a little while. Nice. Yeah, I was talking to... There's a cool, pretty fascinating team that's building some cool stuff. Um, it's not going to be out yet. I think their test is starting soon, but it's called Galactica, and they're building out like a decentralized society and with ZK proofs and certificates and all this other stuff. And, and then I was telling them about you guys, like some of the things they're doing, I feel like they should be leveraging uh, that sort of technology for storage and things like that. But yeah, it's um, it's cool to see like a bunch of different things in Cosmos. And I um, took a, recently, I took a little break from just everything. And it was like the first time in so many years that I just like totally unplugged from the internet. And I came back and it was like, it felt good, but I'm just ready to get it going again. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So like, What's going on, man? Like, how you been? I've good? been good, man. Uh, I know um, Decenter and um, what on earth is that called? Decentral uh, happened, and I was really looking forward to seeing you guys again. But uh, we're not going this year, so it kind of bummed me out a little bit. But maybe next year we'll have to catch up like we did at OsmoCon a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I didn't even go to uh, Consensus. I was going to go, and then... I got invited to go to the beach in Florida and just kind of chill out. And that's where I ended up going. Like I, I, I pretty much did nothing. I did do a couple of spaces while I was down there, but other than that, I was totally out of it. Just chilling, enjoying, like not being connected to the matrix. It sounds know? like a pretty easy decision to make there. Yeah. I, I'd definitely pick that. Yeah. Too. Cause like one of the issues that I'm having, like I went to East Denver and then I met up at, I went to Interop Summit, and what was it, end of February? Yeah, end of February. And then some of the parties, and I, I mean, I enjoy it all, but, like, a lot of these uh, a lot of these speakers, it's, like, all the same. They just keep recycling. It's like, oh, we're going to go do one over here in this location, and then it's, like, the same speakers kind of talking about the same things. And it's, you know, that part of it kind of gets annoying. It's like, let's let's do other stuff. And 
I don't know. That's kind of my vibes, but they're still always beneficial to go and see people that, you know, behind the PFPs or their voice on Twitter and stuff like that. And obviously you can get a lot more accomplished in person seeing one another. So yeah, uh, that that's always a pro, but like, I kind of just was like, you know what? Eh, I don't want to go to consensus as much as I did. I was like, you know what? I'd rather just go do literally nothing. And that was kind of fun. So cool. I look like Patrick's here and Martian is here now too. So that's cool. What's up? What's going on, man? Long time. How was your vacation? It was good, man. Like, it, like I don't know. It was like the first time, and I don't even know how many years where I did something, but like, kind of just unplugged from the internet. It was like totally just. It felt good, man. Like, I actually got some sleep when I was there, and just enjoyed just just chilling, like living an old school life before like technology existed. Oh, that, that's that's beautiful, man. I'm happy for you. It's it's. Uh, hard to be in the crypto cryptos crypto's hard man you age you age double time and then uh you're you're chart, everyone's chart watching all the time it gets difficult it's a lot of stress i'm happy that you're able to get away and kind of relax a little bit oh yeah for sure man it was, it was just something i needed to because my dumbass job starting march 1st they made me go to the office full time every single day from march 1st until when i went to that trip i was in the office doing like taxes and it was just like sucking the life away from me and then when i got the choice to go into do crypto which i wanted to do or just go literally do nothing i was like i just want to go do nothing and then that's why i decided to do that but but i'm back home now working so it's cool and i'm hoping eventually to even with that i could just tell them to piss off and just do this space because you know every day in this space as much as i was a little bit burned out i still would rather be doing this 12 hours a day than doing a, a crappy job that i just don't like to do but it's just something to pay the bills you know so it is what it is no, it, it it is great to kind of see what's what the art of the possible is there, and um, and just like in the space, it's always quickly evolving. Everything's always moving parts. There's always something exciting every day. It's uh the the comments that we always see is that this app shouldn't be free. Where <laughs> you see all the all the different things going on in crypto Twitter, it's it's great. There's a lot of things going on in our world too. Uh, I just kind of want to let it, uh, let you know that I have a hard stop. Um, in 20 minutes, but I know Emery and Aaron are here, so they can definitely take over for me. But um, we should probably kind of kick off what's going on with the Jackal Protocol. So before you went on vacation, what was the last thing that you, you kind of noticed, Haas, before uh, you kicked it? I mean, I was kind of just like low key because I, b- being at the office, I would have to leave my house you know, an hour and a half before I would start work. And then I wouldn't get home for an hour and a half after. So I was just so done for And then I would get home and then it was just like very minuscule stuff. Like I was just like so burnt out. I would just do spaces. But as for like keeping up with all the protocols and what they're doing, all the new updates and like all that, it was kind of just, I I wasn't into it, you know? So I kind of was just like a community member that uh was like getting caught behind and that was one of the things that was really frustrating with me is i put so many like thousands and thousands of hours into cosmos and like every single protocol and everything that's going on as much as i humanly possibly can fit my brain and then i i I just wanted to keep moving forward i don't ever want to go backwards and then during that time where i had to get in the office i for sure went backwards and now i'm back at home so I'm, I, i'm keeping up with everything but as for you guys like i was just on there yesterday checking it out it was pretty cool and um yeah it's just been so busy man like i haven't even been able to like 
I want to convert over all my crap from Google drives and put it over there and do all that stuff. And I'm hoping to carve out some time to, to do, do that all up. Cause I have so much, so much shit on um, Google drives, like so many pictures and documents and folders. And, you know, I don't want to be on Google. So that would, I'm definitely going to convert over. Yeah, no, that, that's interesting. You say that we're, um, we're, we're working on trying to create this web 2.5 like middleware bridge to make it kind of easier because right now you'd have to kind of download everything out of your google uh your google cloud and then kind of upload every file manually which is pretty lame so we're trying to figure out if we can do like a one-click deployment like bring it over from google into jackal through like some middleware architecture that we're kind of working on but it kind of leads into kind of everything we're working on right now so we launched the protocol it's up and running. It's doing great in the sense. So we kind of have some some metrics in the last kind of 10 days. Uh, we we have 102 storage providers right now, which is pretty cool. We've kind of up like 54% in 10 days. We have 191 terabytes of storage space, space purchased on the network, which is special. It's 102% in 10 days. We have also 165,000 files stored on the network, which... It's just awesome for a product. It took us so long to build this and just kind of watching all the files flow into the network and people buy storage space and spin up providers. It's it's really great to watch all that happen. But right now it's kind of like, okay, so we built a product. We kind of have this Dropbox-esque thing in the Cosmos ecosystem. The question is kind of like, what's next, right? And uh, we're just focusing on trying to get those build, measure, learn feedback loops going. So we have a ton of things that are kind of in the, in the, um, on the stove here because we we're cooking as many pots and pans as possible. But uh, kind of like top down, what our focus is is we're looking to enable staking and governance in the dashboard. So we have a better user experience there because right now when people want to stake, they have to like go to PingPub or go to uh, a third party service kind of like unify that user experience we think that would be great ledger hardware wallet support this is something that we're working with the ledger guys actually directly now um we're trying to figure out what the unique reason why we can't get ledger support for our files right now it works for everything else it's just storing files and it might have to do something i know aaron if you kind of want to talk about that it's something to do with like arbitrary data um signing possibly aaron can you clarify that yeah like we're still in the isolation stage of trying to figure out the exact problem before we can fig, uh, fix it. But what we've found in our, our research so far is that it's failing on, uh, it's unable to verify that the signature being provided by the wallet is the signature authorized to sign for the wallet, which is really odd because it, like Patrick said, it works for everything else. So the signature is not changing, but somewhere that signature is getting garbled. You know, it's just kind of one of those things where it's just, just the software development for you, right? Uh, just one thing at a time. But like they're they've been really receptive and they're working with us right now, so that's been great. Um, file sharing too. That's another big thing. It is kind of the ability to move a ton of data peer to peer, so you can share data with your friends and share files with your friends, or kind of build communities, or even like imagine having something like a DAO tooling where a DAO can share an entire um like drive that's kind of managed directly from jackal within our chain accounts it's pretty cool uh once you start to think about where the art of the possible is that way um this we can go down the list is one click storage provider setups cosmos of integration 
file redundancy, uh, increasing ZK snarks. So we're kind of looking to introduce that for bandwidth constraints. Um, yeah, mobile compatibility. There's a ton of things on the roadmap, but it's just a day by day, uh, line by line, as, as we say, just kind of building this protocol and trying to make it as heavyweight as possible. No, you guys are doing a fabulous job. I mean, from everything, not even just like shipping, but just even the, the way you guys approach like asking for like Osmo incentives. Like to me, everything has been done like on point, like it's been professional and, you know, like I'm on it right now. And yeah, that's, it's really once, once you get everything on that main interface, then it's going to be better for everyone, you know? Cause like, like you said, with the one click transactions, like everything that's one click transactions is just the way to go for everything. You know, people just get frustrated and, and like, the attention span of human beings nowadays with technology is just so minuscule. So like anything that like irritates them, they just like go away, you know, it's just the way it is sadly. But when you got like the, the staking and then like the analytics and all that, like kind of where people can see it, that, you know, that just makes them kind of just chill there anyways and just always be there or go check it daily or weekly or whatever their time constraints are. But no, like, I think that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the thing there. Like, it, when, whenever you can figure out how to, like, bring over data, like you were saying, kind of like a web 2.5 ordeal, like, that would be re- pretty sweet that you could just do that. That would be really, really good, actually. Yeah, it's uh, it's something we're working on right now. And actually, Marston can kind of chat on how we're, we're looking to build out that architecture because we need the ease of onboarding to be really easy for us to kind of make this a, a good sell. It's obviously blockchain technologies on blockchain rails. It's We know why that, that is better in a number of different ways from self-custody, digital ownership, uh, cybersecurity, digital privacy posture, all those good things. But also having the ease of integration is super important. So, uh, Marcin, if you want to kind of add, talk about how we're looking to start to build like this middleware for micro solutions and things along those lines, uh, that would be a good time for that probably. We might have lost him though. Going once, going twice. Hello, Marston. <laughs> I think we might have lost him. Yeah, can you can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Perfect. Uh, that's that's Anyways, we're 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 building out uh, micros like a middleware for these micro solutions. So this wouldn't only work for like Google Drive, but we could also kind of build each micro solution takes it's a good amount of dev work, but Imagine we could hook it into something like QuickBooks to back up all your, your tax information or hook it into something like an Airtable or uh, or hook into something like uh, Atlassian or, or things like that. So you can have like secure backups for all that information. Uh, that's kind of where we think a, a good place to go with this information, uh, with this technology is right now. So that's kind of one of our focuses. Uh-oh, you're getting a little rugged. You got rugged there at the very end. Yeah, I see that. Oh well, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's right on point. Though we're looking at getting things integrated so that people can uh, tie in maybe something that they don't think of as having data. For example, you know, something that's a, a standard system where you have you know files that are in the 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 program, like uh, Figma's for an example. You know, I don't I don't know if we're working to do Figma or not, but. As an example, Figma has data that can be backed up, but it's not something you traditionally think of. So we're looking at opportunities like that to find where we can find the ability for people to back up their data in a secure manner. Because some of these apps don't actually back it up securely. It's completely open if you know the URL for it. 
Yeah, man. I, I, um, speaking of that, not too long ago, I got a letter in the mail. It was like, Hey, you know, so-and-so it was like from a credit card company, but I guess they use like a third party for their data and it was breached. And so many people, it was like 5 million people, like all their information is just like out there, you know? But I mean, I guess at this point in time in 2023, there's probably like no human beings on planet earth that like their data is not somewhere with someone that shouldn't be with it. You know what I mean? Which is sad, but I mean, that's just that information. But when it comes to other stuff like tax purposes or like, like what Dunny was just saying, I mean, this, it, it just needs to change. Like there needs to be a priority on, on making sure all this data is just secure. And so just some random asshole can't just like take it from someone because there's so many easy ways of getting into so many people's systems. Like I, I literally government work and people will do their two, two FA and they'll just do their email. I'm like, that's so unsecure. Like, why are you doing that? Like at least do a text message because then someone has to kind of like have your phone to get in it and like i'm telling these people and they're usually always older people yeah and i'm like look like you you need to you need to either do an authenticator app or like a like just do a text message at least don't do your email and like i can guarantee that same person their email is probably just like a word and a number like their favorite like vacation spot yeah something real easy for someone you know and they and they've used that email 15 times with 15 other things yeah and the thing too that uh, a lot of people especially with the the uh text messages aren't realizing is we've had all these major data breaches like the, the last really really severe one in the public conscious was uh the uh, the credit bureau you know where they've got like your social and your name and your birthday and all that stuff that's not in a lot of the other security breaches that happen but it's in this one it's, it's basically everybody and now someone that just buys some of that data off the dark web can go into a store answer your security questions pretending to be you if you're in that sort of world it's not hard to get a fake id that matches your picture and then they've got your phone they do that that authentication to the text message and it goes to them instead of to you because they've got the rights to your phone now because they were able to answer the questions yeah it's real scary i i even like take a step further like i have i have ub keys you know but like the only problem with ub keys is a lot of things like your banks and all them like they don't offer it, you know. So it's only yeah, like exactly. a select thing. Like I, I know well, one thing. You know, I'm not a big. I, I'm not a fan of Google, but at least Google, like their Gmail accounts and your accounts, like they offer that as a two FA. So like that's cool. Like Twitter does too. So like if someone was to take my, you know, they they got my crazy password at whatever it is for, uh, you know, Twitter, they wouldn't even be able to get in because it makes you press that key every time. Like so, like if I log into you know Twitter on some random device, it's gonna make me use, put that key in, you know, and good luck with that. I mean, you'd have to like come to my house and like take it off me and then, <laughs> then know all that. So that's like a cool thing, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You can never be too safe. And it's sad because so many people, and I, I see it like in my line of work, like so many people get you know, so much fraud, man. Like people file tax returns and try to pretend they're like some person. Like it, it's nuts. So people out there, like all this, human brain that they use to like be a con artist or whatever. Like if they did something useful and productive, like the place of the world would be a better place. But, but yeah, it's sad, you know, like <clears throat> we can just, we have to keep moving forward and show reasons why that's why I've always liked you guys from day one is like, you're building tech, you're building tech and solutions for people, whether they want to use it or not. Like at least there's that optionality for them to like do it. And whether that's, you know, most likely, 
um, the, the first step, you know, cool. This is right now for, for the community and that's awesome and all that. But like the real, the real brass and the real success for the protocol, in my opinion, for the most part would be, you know, making these connections with these huge ass businesses that have so much data and so much secure data and NDAs and all this other stuff that needs to be secure at all measurements. And, you know, like that needs to, and even just like, government people like people that have like really stuff out there that it can't get leaked you know imagine if like a a law firm with all these ndas just like got out there somehow you know like that stuff's not cool and um yeah so like this is a solution because like you guys literally can't even see it you know no one can a a minor can't someone running the validator can't so it's definitely a solution out there you know and it's um I, I think it's the best of its kind, you know, like I'm not just trying to show you guys, but like I talk to people, they're like, um, they're like, Oh, is it like IPFS? I'm like, no, it's not at all. Like it's even better. And, you know, I, I don't really want to get into like the technical side of that. I should know more about like what the difference is between what you guys do and other ones do, but I just know, you know, it's better. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it's great to hear that you're talking to people and people are interested at least. So that's always fun to hear. Um, but I mean, we can get into some of the more technical dif- uh, differences on what sets us apart from IPFS. If I don't, I don't know if people here are more or less familiar with us as far as that concerned. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. And it would be good for me selfishly. Like, I know <laughs> Patrick told me a long, long time ago and I just kind of forgot. Cause like I was on a call with someone t- talking to him about it and, uh, they were saying about it and I'm like, I just know it's better, but I didn't give them any like proof of why it's better. Yeah. So like one of the really big comparison points that make people think that it's the same thing is that we do have that, that resource where you can just always access it based on the address. But the probably the biggest, biggest difference that most people don't realize is that IPFS doesn't actually store any data whatsoever. It's simply a reference storage so that you can find data later. But if that data, wherever it happens to be stored, goes down for some reason, that that link basically it's like a website. You know, someone takes a website offline, but you know, you still have the, the URL to type in. I mean, that doesn't save anything. So that's probably the biggest difference that people just don't realize about IPFS. Um, and there's a lot of technical details I don't really want to get into because they're super technical and kind of a, uh, interesting from the development side of things, but not super relevant for the, the everyday user that uh, we expect people to be trying to be. But basically another big difference, and this is where we get into differences also with like storage and, uh, and other similar things in Filecoin, for example, is none of them encrypt anything. Um, you can encrypt your files. Like that's totally on you to encrypt your file put it wherever it's going to go and then manage your own encryption. Whereas we leverage your wallet to do it. So we don't have your keys. Nobody has your keys. Technically you don't even have keys unless you have your wallet turned on. So if you disconnect your wallet from the browser session, nobody has your keys. You know, you can just, someone can literally steal your computer and unless they can unlock your wallet, even though your wallet extension is there, unless they can unlock the wallet then they can't even steal your keys then it's like so it's, it's kind of impervious to the the good old wrench attack we like to talk about um to a degree but um probably the the biggest thing is also the organizational management that we've got because i i'm not aware of 
any of the main like IPFS or uh, Filecoin or anything like that uh, offering an actual organizational structure to storing your data with traditional folders and files like we're doing. Um, most of them just do a straight up, you know, this is what you gave me, this is its address, go get it. You have to figure out what it was and keep track of everything. So that's definitely not optimal for the end user for sure. What happens to like, let's just use a hypothetical. Like I'm a business and you guys approach me and I'm like, I like what you're saying. But my only concern is, is what happens if we lose our keys? Like, is there a way to, to get it back? So it's, it's one of those arguments of like your keys, your data, where as long as you have some way of recovering your keys, whether it's a, you know, an, a second ledger somewhere, I mean, I know ledger's not supported right this second, but you know, it, any, any normal steps that you would take to protect your crypto assets would apply exactly the same in this in, uh, instance, because you would have a way to recover your wallet, you know, whether it's written down somewhere. I know some people like to engrave it on metal and bury it in their backyard. Um, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, if, if you can, if you have a way to recover your crypto wallet, which everybody should, that's not online, then you can recover your assets. Even if it's, you know, a year later and you're still within your subscription period, nothing's happened to your stuff. It's still there. Totally. And not not to show um, another wallet, because like I've been kind of in, in like perusing around because I have three ledgers and they all lied and said, oh, they're going to keep it. It'll retain a battery, you know, charge. Like I've never got one where I don't have that plugged in the whole time, mm -hmm. which is always annoying. And then plus you always have to smash buttons in every time you want to do a transaction. So I'm like, I'm just so tired of this. Like, There's got to be something out there better. And um the the one that I have now it, it like looks like a little miniature mobile phone. It's pretty cool. It's sleek. It feels good. Um, holds a charge for a long time. Actually, it's called Keystone Wallet, and they don't. It's all air gap. So like, you, it's just scans QR codes, and like you can even when you scan a QR code. So say like I was on like Jackal, and it was a smart contract. You guys are talking about Cosm Wasm or whatnot. And like I scanned the contract, like it'll tell you, you know, it, it, you can literally see the code and everything. And, and it, it's like, it can kind of detect if it could be malicious or whatnot. But anyways, you, you never have to put your, um, you, you put, you know, you, you basically have it and then like it's, and it could detect if someone tried to break into it. So say someone tried to take my, my Keystone wallet that I have, it'll, as soon as they tried to pry it open, it's just going to wipe everything off of that clean. And that's really interesting. Yeah, I, that's that's that? really interesting. We've been looking at a couple of different uh, wallet, like hardware wallets, just to kind of explore what the, the environment has. There's one that's um, card-based. Uh, Trezor, maybe? Oh, that might be a chain. I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, there, there's a there's a treasure wallet because I I looked into those too. And, yeah, so we were like, kind of I got about that, stuff. but that has a really high onboarding cost from a development perspective. Um, just because we would have to buy all the equipment and stuff in order to actually like do any kind of testing on it. Whereas you know, a ledger, you know, they're not cheap, but I mean, it's only you know eighty bucks for a basic ledger. So you guys probably can figure out something with Keystone because like. Um, what you might call it offers it and it's like affiliated with like every every wallet so um it's 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 um enabled on on uh, kepler like if you sign up right now on kepler to get like a brand new wallet you'll see at the bottom no, that's true. and it's cool because like you don't have to put your you don't have to put your uh 
your seed phrase into Kepler. Like, let, let's say I wanted to to do it, you could just scan. Like, literally, your your device can scan the QR code, and then it'll it'll enable it. So it'll only be like read only on a hard, like on your computer or your phone or whatever. It'll just be like a read only, oh, and you can't you and you can't transact unless you scan the code, and then like. There's a couple, and you and it has biometrics too. Like you can turn it on or off. Like it's that's pretty badass. And like what's crazy about it is, it's like the same price of a ledger. Like it's I think I got mine for like 120 or 130 uh, US USD, and I swear that's like what I pay for the freaking ledgers. Maybe a little less for ledgers, but like I said, I got so tired of it because I'm such a degen. Like every single transaction, you got to sit there and, and freaking press a million buttons. Or yeah, like, I don't yeah that, that's crap. the that's the Cosmos app for you. We we are talking about doing our own ledger app way down the road. I mean, it's probably going to be at least a year or two because the the life cycle of getting something like that off the ground just to go through ledger approval is almost a year, I think. Um, but we're definitely would like to someday have our own ledger app because then we can simplify the process that you have to go through because uh i'm sure as as you've noticed um when you're doing like uh multiple um delegations like when you're claiming your rewards for multiple delegations on a cosmos chain then you have to sit there and hit next 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 for every single person ever and it gets old really quick like i, I got a bunch of people that i'm delegated to and it takes me a good probably minute to scroll through all of them um and there's and then it just gets worse as, as things get more involved and what we'd really like to do for a ledger app is allow it to actually just say hey you are signing x files do you want to continue and then you just say yes and we can have that kind of control if we have our own ledger app but that's such a specialized thing it's going to be a while yeah i mean because I, I i don't see hardware wallets like get replaced i mean there are options like you know there are options for different types of use cases like you know i was been in talks with serenity show like i like what they're doing where you can basically have everything be on chain and stuff like mm -hmm. that but the, 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 the most random person is probably that's like hey i want to get into crypto it's just like when people first get into crypto they buy bitcoin you know it's going to be kind of the same oh i'm going to get a, i'm going to get a ledger you know ledger has like first movers advantage on that even though I'm personally not a big fan of them. I mean, I have them. I have three of them, like I said, but I found other options. Like there's another wallet that I have. It's called like Hito, H-I-T-O. And they do it by the, um, what's the thing when you go on your phone and you, you touch it? Oh, it's uh, called, uh, biometrics? No, 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 not biometrics. But like, why can't I think of it right now? It's, it's like, if you came up to me and I wanted to airdrop you, like, what's oh, that uh, thing called? Near field communication. Yeah, 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 yeah. NFC, yeah. So it's like an NFC wallet. It's pretty cool too. Like it's really cool. Like what they have, and it's really it's real small too, so it can like fit in your wallet. To be honest, and NFC anything scares me hugely from a security standpoint. Um, oh man, Emery, you want to talk about why? Because you know a lot more about this than I do. Uh, yeah, I can. And by the way, hi, house. <laughs> um, <laughs> like see you up here, and then yeah, what's up, man? How you been? Good. You know what? All things considered, I've been doing pretty well. Um, hope you've been doing the same. I was just kind of having flashbacks of you talking about tax season, and I was trying to get back into the present. <laughs> um, I'm way, way more fun to talk to you than think about that. So, but yeah, go ahead, man. Appreciate you. 
Yeah, not a problem. Um, so I do a lot of I do a lot of stuff with with radio technology, and NFC is one of those technologies that it's just it's so manipulatable, um, especially with little devices you can find these days. Um, radio signals are not uh, encrypted uh, by default. Encryption on them is uh, is not is not easy to do especially from just a civilian point of view um and being able to just capture radio signals and replay them and emulate them in any situation is incredibly easy i'm not technically minded whatsoever by the way and and i can do this so if anyone if if, if i can do this it's one of those things where uh, almost anyone can and uh, if i were to go up to say your phone and you decide to you know airdrop something from your apple device and i so happen to be eavesdropping on you and i you know uh managed to capture that radio signal um it emits the same signal every single time and um it's just easy to it's really easy to crack it that way and i can just use that signal that you made uh you know in your own personal bubble from anywhere i want and um unfortunately it's unfortunately it's just not hard to do so um while nfc is extremely convenient don't get me wrong uh, i i use it often the security measures around nfc are, are are not as good as we'd like them to be yeah i could see that and to be honest with you i i don't use my phone pretty much for anything but twitter spaces like my wife will get on me. She'll be like, you got so many missed messages and like text messages. Like, I just, I don't like the phone. And I, I oh yeah, no, I, I get you know, that. Like, totally. I'm kind of like a boomer. I'm like, I don't want the cell phone. Like I do everything on my PC. And, but even that though, like, like it, I, yeah, you have to be really sophisticated. But recently there was like this um, article. I don't remember if it was when I read it or heard about it, but it, it was like a news anchor Maybe on like Fox. I think it was that uh the dude that just got canned from Fox. He's like a oh, I can't oh, Carl Tucker. Yeah, Carl Tucker, Carl Tucker was like was setting up like a encrypted call with like supposedly like Putin because he was going to interview him, and the NSA like intercepted it and was like, it was That's on, crazy. It was on one of those apps. <laughs> Say like Telegram, but it wasn't Telegram. I can't remember what uh-huh. which one it was. WhatsApp or whatever the hell it was. But they like knew instantly and intersected that and and like got on and was like talking to him and like he he put out you know he talked about it. he's like I didn't even know that was even possible that's scary as hell and um but yeah they can even intercept like encrypted messages you know like we we're probably all on like Telegram and stuff and it's probably because of like your ISP you know they can just like they they they're connected into like everyone's internet provider you know so it's like they can do whatever they want but yeah for phones. That shit always scares the hell out of me too. Like all that stuff, you know. It's like I don't feel safe on any of it. Yeah. Know? So I, 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 I can believe you easily on that one. On that topic. Yeah, I've I've gotten to the point where unless I can physically see where it plugs into my device and where it plugs in at the other end, I don't trust it. So it's it's. I don't know. I used to be a lot more trusting, and uh, working in the crypto sphere has made me paranoid. Uh, but it's a good paranoid because it was always there. I just didn't want to look at it. 
Yeah, and when you, I don't know what happened to you, Aaron, but when I came out on Jackal, um, I started seeing breaches everywhere. <laughs> it's one of those things where you, you're in the field now and you just kind of see the things that you knew existed, but just not to the extent. You know, I get a, every time a breach happens, you know, I'm like, oh, would I have cared about this before Jackal? And answer is uh, maybe not, but, you know, now that we can solve these kind of problems where, uh, you know, these school systems, these, these hospitals get ransomware. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you get they get ransomware uh, for millions and millions of dollars, and you know uh, they have no alternative uh, but to pay these guys. Uh, that ransomware business is extremely profitable, and we want to make sure that uh, Jackal can be there where uh, you know they get that message saying, uh, you know, we'll pay us a million dollars, or else we'll you know keep your files encrypted. You know, they, that school system, a hospital, can just you know give them the middle finger and say we've we got it under control. We don't need you. Yeah, because even if they got in there, they would have to get into each file separately, and that's good luck with that. That's going to take a well. It's, it's not. It take it's not just that hot. So the way that we've got this design from the ground up, right? Everything gets encrypted, which means that the ransom virus itself gets encrypted, which breaks it. So if you put it on an infected computer and then you upload that infected virus onto the network, nothing's going to happen to the network because it's it's basically trashed. It's not going to be active again until it's decrypted. So that's one of the things that I think is honestly the coolest about our system when it comes to ransomware is it's inherently, I won't say immune, but highly resistant. You'd have to actually hack your way onto the server, onto the provider, and you'd have to do it on every provider that's being used simultaneously because of our redundancy system. So... And how many, and how many providers are, are there? Uh, right last I checked, there's just over 100. Yeah, so good luck with that. That would that would be that's literally impossible. You'd have to have so many people all together to do it at the same exact time and like and be on the same page. And even that though, it's like you're just saying you have to decrypt. You know, they have to decrypt everything and do that. So that's just yeah. And, and you know, like being in this space, like they these people that are doing this are just looking for easy. Targets, oh yeah, hundred percent. Why go after somebody hard? Yeah, it's like they're easy targets. You know, like if some some someone like. Remember, uh, what was it, that pipeline not too long ago? They did it to that pipeline. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember which pipeline it was, but I remember who you're talking about. Yeah, it was it was in the States, and they got, like, I don't know, they got a couple million dollars, but they got it in Bitcoin, and then, like, they got caught or something like that because they, they took the Bitcoin and then went into, like, one of the exchanges, and, then, you know, there's just a trail from there. But, yeah, they, they probably should have just got paid in United States dollars. Right. <laughs> like, it's probably easier, but uh, no. Yeah, I don't think they realize that it's the those centralized exchanges work together to. Um, if 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 there's suspicious if there's suspicious activity, uh, they will they will work together to see what cashes out between his wallets. So it's not as uh, I think there's this misconception that crypto is is private. It's uh, it's really not. It's more meant for more meant for security, and it does provide a little bit of anonymity. But the blockchain is, is meant for security, not your not your privacy it's kind of like yeah, uh, totally. uh, I, I hope everyone yeah, hears in the states but it's kind of like the um the stamps that you see sometimes on the dollar bills where's george it's the same idea you have that number you can look up where it is anywhere in the the country and it it'll tell you right where it is you know bitcoin or any of these other cryptocurrencies are exactly the same and i think a lot of people that you know i mean obviously we're in this so we understand that but i think a lot of people that just have a 
passing knowledge of of crypto security, they don't understand that. Like, yes, you might not know who owns the wallet, but you can one hundred percent track the dollar that goes into that wallet and know when it comes out and arrest the person grabbing it. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's it's just like pseudo anonymy and anatomy. Sorry, I can't even talk right now. But you're you're exactly right. Like, you don't have one hundred percent privacy as much as people may think that they do. You know, it's you, you, the only. I guess the only way that you could ever really technically have it is if you created like a wallet and then had like say big like just whatever crypto in it and never took it off the chain. Like you just always left it there and you never interacted with it or maybe just a certain protocol. But even that though, like there's probably a way for them to track like your IP or whatever. Yeah. And the thing there is though, like what's the point of money you can't use, you know? Yeah, exactly. You'd have to hope you'd have to live in a society where everyone would just interact with that. Like, and they never use like fiat for anything, but that would, I don't know how many years away we would be from that. That's something probably not in any of our lifetimes. Um, I mean, people can always barter, you know, people still do in real life. So like, Oh, you know, I'll barter this thing here. And, and there's, it's really hard for the, like, like the government or whomever to like track it because people are just like bartering objects or, or whatever. But, um, yeah, that's the same thing. But at the end of the day, like as humans, we always have to spend money for stuff. So it's like, you, you know, some somehow, some way you're probably going to have to take that out, out of crypto and, and bring it into the real world. And there, there's there's a point of failure there for, for that type of individual. So, yeah, because it's like that's what always gets me so annoyed by some of these boomer politicians when they're like, Oh, it's used for laundering money. It's like, what are you talking about? It's not like, and if it is people, those people are stupid. You you have a better chance of just doing it with actual cash money. You know, there's a lot of car washes in our area because they're used for money laundering. Yeah, exactly. There's so many car washes. Like how many do you need? You know, that's and, and laundry mats and stuff like that, you know, wherever cash is being used. And, and, and that's the thing, you know, it's, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with everything, but like this administration, I know you guys are like mainly, uh, I think most of you guys are in Canada, but like, it's just been under attack in America from every angle. It's just really sad to see because it's like, they, they want nothing more to, but to destroy innovation and make everyone suffer or move away like there's a recent thing that they're i just seen like biden's trying to pass like a 30 percent tax on people that are minors like just on top of like whatever you know your whatever else tax you're paying on it it's ridiculous it's called like uh, i can't think of yeah I've, I've i've seen that i know which, i know what you're talking about they they want to try to replace the Basically, the income tax, which is a 30% tax and everything. So you have to pay like a large tax bill at the end of the year. Which is so ridiculous because there's there's like no power consumption whatsoever doing it. I don't care what they say. But Well, I can only hope that in a society where like we need crypto, that Jackal will just kind of be alongside of it and these other Web3 products because, you know, the, the purpose of decentralization is so that you, you can't destroy it very easily right so if we have you know miners and and validators all over the world and being able to 
being able to, you know, have that security of the chain, um, that's that's kind of the world uh, they were kind of working towards, especially everyone involved in Web3. We want to make sure that we are censorship resistant. We want to make sure that we're not easily taken down. And we want to make sure that everyone kind of has a fair shake at things because in that centralized environment, um, you kind of have to have a bit of a position of power <laughs> to make a difference, right? But um, these miners, uh, you can kind of, you can kind of track them if you want to in the validators. Uh, you can you can set one up anywhere, right? Uh, I can throw it up in my basement right now, right? And and no one would know. So, uh, and I'm just I'm just adding the security. So being able to, you know, cheaply and strongly affect the blockchain and make it more secure, I think, only makes us better. I'm about how much I, I know it varies because of like how many. Uh, miners and all that are on this on the system or on the network, I should say. But like, say you had a good rig, just like a regular, a, a solid computer, and, and had like ten terabytes of space or whatever. What's what's the return right now, Ben, for people like that? Uh, do you speak on that, or you got it, Aaron? Um, I can speak on the more technical side of things, uh, but as far as like actual sure. returns, uh, Emery's definitely going to be able to speak better on that. But from from a technical standpoint. Um, the returns are based on how much storage you are storing out of the total network stored. So if everybody has one megabyte and you have one megabyte, you're going to be paid the same as everybody else. But if you have two megabytes then you'll be paid twice that, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and for actual like tokens, there's roughly like 80,000 tokens paid out per day, I think. So, I mean, it, it adds up across everybody, but we've got a pretty, I know, like I said earlier, we got about a hundred ish. Um, providers so that's that's getting dispersed pretty nicely but emory yeah if you want to talk more about the actual money side of it i i don't know that as well yeah sure so as aaron said um you know all things being equal and in a perfect world uh if you have the same size storage as everyone else then you'll kind of get paid about the same as everyone else um but as far as your finances go um if you have you know a couple terabytes um it's not hard to probably recoup that cost um within a short period of time, uh, very much so uh, less than a month, again, all things being equal and uh, in a perfect <laughs> in a perfect world. Um, but I think um, for right now, it's actually fairly profitable to run a storage miner, especially if it's only you know, a terabyte or two and you run multiple. Um, it's, not, uh, it's not very difficult to, to spin one up and it'll actually become even less difficult uh, to to do that once our we are partnering with, with Praetor uh, to make sure that uh, people who are a little less technically savvy can just kind of do these, you know, one to two click installs for these providers, which make it even cheaper, really, so you don't have to uh, spend a whole lot of time in research, understanding how the protocol works. But uh, I would say like any good one terabyte storage machine will probably make up its profit, um, you know, in less than a couple of weeks. So um, as Aaron said, as Mar as uh, Patrick said, we have, I think he said about 140, 140 miners on the protocol right now. But even still, it's 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 profitable to run a miner. No, yeah, it definitely is. Because like I just was doing the math in my head, like when you were talking, because like, you know, you said eighty thousand a day. Jackal has been paid. Yeah, off. thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you just did divide it by a hundred, you're looking at what, like five fifty-eight bucks. 
What that and that's current valuation, right? That's what that would be. I'm sorry, that's per what? Did you say if that's if everyone's paid out evenly, like the, all the miners? But it would be a little less than that because of there's you said 140. Yeah, yeah, I think it's about 140. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, but even even that even that though, like hypothetically, if everyone was paid out evenly, like that's still going to be profitable, like you said, because I mean storage isn't that expensive. Like I know I bought. I think a 10 terabyte. That's why I said that hypothetical about the 10 terabyte. And I did, I was messing around on Tesla. I just been so busy, but I could, I could easily plug my, the computer in that I have. It's pretty solid anyways and start messing around. But, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's really profitable because I don't remember how much my 10 terabyte was. I swear it wasn't that expensive, maybe 300 bucks or so. I can't remember yeah. something like that, but that, that would get my money back. Yeah, real, real soon, like real. Yeah, quick. yeah, and that's that's the thing, and and that's also what um, a lot of people that have been joining have been doing is they're able to run those smaller rigs and stuff and, and recoup their costs pretty quickly, which is exactly what we expected to happen early in the life cycle of the protocol was just people, you know, grab uh, maybe you know we definitely have had some people that have bought rigs specifically for providing storage at home. Um, but we also have a number of people that are just, you know, bringing online, you know, like you were talking about Haas, you know, just having a spare hard drive or two and spinning it up and having that provider going on there. Um, and then like Emery said, we're working with the Predator guys who did the dashboard for, um, for a cache, which if you haven't used that dashboard, it is lovely. Um, but they are building a similarly intended dashboard for storage providers. Um, and I think they're working on like the final touches for phase one. Um, but it's, it's pretty nice. Uh, I saw a beta for it um, a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that. And you just put in your credentials and it does everything for you. I intend to use it actually myself to just get a, a basic operation going just because like, hey, you know, it'd be fun to say, yeah, I'm providing you know storage on the network or right now. Like, yeah, I, I know how to do it, but I don't have the time to spend on getting it all up and maintained, but this dashboard will at least let me get it up and going easier. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's always, always a good way. Like I've, I get to talk to so many different teams and I'm always like honored and grateful to just like have conversations behind the scenes. And on so many of the teams like, Hey, like you run validators or you do this or do that. And I'm just like, I should, you know, I, I, I'm not like intimidated to do it. It's just, I travel so much and it's just like, I know it's a pain in the ass and I don't want any situation where there have been people in the community that kind of did, did do validators and then they kind of got slashed and then the community's all pissed yeah. off at you. Yeah. I, I don't want, I, I don't want any part of that. I'm always just trying to chill and be like the peacemaker, you know, like I, I don't want a part of any drama whenever people, you know, when the market kind of went down, a lot of people were unhappy, like rightfully so, you know, it's human nature and people were just like fighting with one another. And I'm just like the peace, the peacekeeper. I'm just like, I, I don't want any part of this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to chill. But that that's cool. Like if you're mining, it's just like you're mining, you know, you're not validating. So yeah. you still have to know what you're doing and be up and running. But like, you don't have people like giving you funds and hoping that you're not getting slashed or whatever. So. Yeah. I'm looking at the time here. Do we want to see if there's any questions or we want to just kind of chat out the last few minutes? I mean, if, yeah. I mean, if anyone does want to come up and ask any particular questions, you're always welcome to feel free. You can even put it in the comments if you're just chilling and you can't talk or you don't want to talk, and I can ask the question for you. But 
but yeah, man, it's been a good conversation. I haven't talked to you guys in like a few, it seems like forever in crypto time, but it probably hasn't been since like February or so. Can't remember the last time. I, I mean, February is forever in crypto yeah. time. So. Uh, so it's so forever ago. It's like, even even me, like I was just got back from my vacation last week, last Thursday, and it seems like I I I was so long ago because I've been just in the computer since then, like nonstop. Like I've back at the back at the grind, man. Like just nonstop, wake up real early, and just be on the computer all day. So I'm I am trying to uh, maintain a better lifestyle though because you know how it can get in this space it's like you just like sit down you start doing stuff and then it's like 10 hours later and you haven't like got up too many times yeah that's <laughs> like, something like most of my days <laughs> just kind of get in the zone like, and keep going yeah like i've been sitting on my ass for 10 hours like i need to go like exercise or go do something you know it's like <laughs> well yeah i mean crypto is not like the stock market where it just closes at 5 p.m it's a it's a 24-hour store and it's uh, just one of those things where you just you have to pay attention to it or else you 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 lose it oh it's crazy right like i i remember okay and it always kind of reminds me of whenever you're in that zone when you're like gaming or whatever but even gaming you kind of just get tired i feel like in crypto i just never get tired like ever like even though my body's probably tired my mind just wants to keep going like i can't shut it off i can't stop and that's why one of the things i do love about this space but i like vouch to myself i'm like i'm gonna keep working real hard and and you know grinding but i'm also gonna try to like get more sleep and and just you know take care of myself more because i know when COVID happened i just went down this rabbit hole and I'm glad I did, but man, I swear for two straight years, I just did nothing. Like I stopped like exercising as much as I used to. And, and I just got lost, man. I was so in the matrix, you know, and not, not that it's a bad thing, but sometimes you just need to kind of like check yourself and be like, yeah, like you need to t- take a little bit of a break right now. We are in a bit of a unique position, though, because crypto is so new, you know, in um, in like 10 years or so, you can say you've been in the crypto space for, um, you know, 20, 25 years uh, or in the blockchain space. And you can be considered like one of the OGs in, in blockchain and crypto, which is which is great. Um, in 10 years time, we'll probably, you know, I, I imagine we'll just double or even more than that number of people involved. And, uh, you know, saying that you've been involved in it since near the inception, I, I think is great. We're, we're in a perfect place to do that. And, and also it means we're in the perfect place to affect things. So I'm really hoping in the upcoming years that uh, we affect things in a really good way. And that's kind of why I like Jackal. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a meme token. It's, it's a product driven aspiration. Um, so I'm hoping people really see blockchain and crypto like that. Kind of like how we do Jackal. Man, I'm planning oh, yeah. to just ride, you know, boot all the way to the moon. I don't know about you. I'm, I don't plan to work. For <laughs> I, I can't say I hate boot because it's fun, but <laughs> yeah for sure man i think you got the uh, question looks like yeah yeah definitely i was just gonna add but yeah to that point it, it will be nice to be like that old guy that's like i remember when and like just because you could even look just use cosmos for like the, the the ping point of like what it started of and it's not even that old and like what it already is and how, no, it's really not. <laughs> I, I remember when osmosis launched, uh, it seems like it was a long time ago, but no, it's barely been two years. I mean, yeah, I think barely in two years. Yeah. 
yeah that's been that that's when i got into cosmos was like like i think a week or so after osmosis launches like when i got into cosmos and i didn't even know cosmos really was until then and then that's when i did all the research and i'm glad i did but yeah let's get to um go ahead plumus what's up buddy crypto plumus you there hey how's it going appreciate you letting me come on here yeah man my pleasure what's up um i was just curious i missed the the first bit of this talk and i was super excited to see some some updates from from jackal protocol uh, did i hear there was like a dashboard or some sort of guide or service to help set up uh potential storage providers because I've, I've always been interested it's just a little bit over my head technically speaking yeah for sure um yeah just a, just a few minutes ago we were talking about that um and as you said uh it's a uh, if you look at it, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. <laughs> um, but but Praetor, we're working with the Praetor guys. Um, they'll be helping us uh, have a deployment on a cache where um, you can kind of have a provider set up to your specs. I don't have the details like Aaron does, but uh, having a few click installs would be great. Um, Aaron, do you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm not sure the exact timeline expected for the launch of that uh, i know they're hoping probably by the end of may i would suspect just based on how things are going but don't hold me to that um but basically what you would do is you would have your machine whether you uh you know buy one and put it in your house or you rent one somewhere or whatever it is you'd get the credentials for your machine you'd get a wallet you put those details into Praetor's dashboard and then it just sets everything up for you and lets you know if there's problems Oh wow! Okay, that that's really great news. That's uh, yeah, definitely excited. You said towards the end of May, maybe look out for an update or some oh, announcement. Oh, there's going to be a it. big announcement when it's available. I'm hoping before the end of May, um, because the the prototype was supposed to be done by the end of the month, by the end of April, um, and it's in pretty good shape. But I don't know when the actual launch of the prototype is. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I I appreciate uh, you answering, and yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. Yeah, to just it. watch the jackaled. Uh, Twitter account, there will be a big announcement there when it happens. Gotcha. Will do. Thank you again. Yeah, no problem. Anybody else got questions like that? That's great. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, Plumas. Appreciate it, brother. But uh Lo I guess that's Lo 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 who? I don't know if I said it right. Or Lo O, or maybe I'll just say it that way. He put in the uh chat, I guess just like a two L T L D R of what Jackal is. Like I guess I, I said I just put a comment in there and said uh you know, essentially, if you want to know, like, short, simplistic, not complex way, it's just a decentralized Dropbox that's a lot better. It gives end-to-end -end encryption. It just has way more security posture. And we, we kind of, I don't know if you just, like, hopped on and you missed all the goods, but we did talk about some technical stuff and, like, why it's um, really incredible. Um, we, we use, like, a hypothetical about um, if, like, a hacker was able to even get into the system into the servers like what they would have to do and it's it's literally impossible um to, to them to like even upload any sort of virus or anything on it but if you guys wanted to add to it just to, to what you guys are and what you know just the easier way for him to understand it yeah sure so the the dropbox analogy is is a good one for the dashboard because that's that's kind of what inspired the dashboard is the ability for end users to just upload and store files and retrieve them as they want. Very similar to Dropbox in that regard, but the actual protocol itself is more general purpose. Um, we're actually talking with teams about using it for NFT storage, document storage, publishing services, 
all kinds of interesting stuff. And because it's really just like a general pool of, of storage that you can put any kind of face on that you want to. So it doesn't have to all be Dropbox. It can be anything. And the storage module is really the basis of pretty much whatever we're going to do in the future. All of this kind of relies on the storage module technology. So uh, as Aaron says, um, you can put any kind of face on it, um, whether you want to actually just store files or use storage for any reason you'd want to use storage. Um, that's that, that's why we built this storage module first. Um, in our earlier days, we did talk about other other modules on there like like Share and, and, and Shepard and all that stuff, but those rely all on the storage module function. So uh, when we build out more more thoroughly up here in the upcoming months, um, just just realize that this, the Jackal storage module is highly well, well modular. You can do basically anything with it you want because it has uh, the basis of that decentralized encrypted storage. Um, if you can dream it with Jackal, you could probably do it. And what I what I like too is the fact that in, in theory, with like Jackal, you technically can live in the blockchain. Like you can have everything in there and forever. Like basically, you know, and um, you can just get up and go. Every document or data or anything you actually need that's like on your computer, you can just have it and then just go anywhere, right? And just plug in and put your put your key in, and then boom, you're 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 in the game. Um, yeah, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> just across yeah. all blockchain applications, just at that point, your your key becomes your identity, right? So um, you have your jackal storage. Um, you have whatever other application in the cosmos or even off the cosmos that that key becomes everything that you could need, uh, you know, going really anywhere. Just plug it into, say, like a, a public library. If you want to, you have your life right in front of you. Yeah, it's almost like a portable hard drive that's petabytes in size. I wanted to say um, um, thank you guys because um, for months. I've been seeing Jackal, and I always said, "What is that?" And I, I and I just rolled by, and I'm I'm very grateful that I was um able to catch this call and you guys to um explain it and give me a, a um better understanding of what it is because I know Dropbox was I seen Dropbox IPO, so I know um anything in that form of business model would be something very good. Well, thanks very much for shooting out the question and for being able to come. Um, that's that's yeah. awesome. Glad to Absolutely. have you. I thank you. Guys. If you're not in our Jackal Discord already, uh, pop on by. We have our most we have our updates there, um, and you know if you're ever part of the test that want to test things out, feel free. Sign like a person that's you know really really agreed to get into stuff, and really thank you for that. Okay, I joined the Discord. Um, I know y'all got some good emojis over there. <laughs> yep, we do. Oh yeah, we yeah, <laughs> yeah we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was gonna add to that is. Uh, you know, like I've been in this space a while now and not that I don't like DeFi because I obviously love DeFi. That's what got me here in the first place because anyone who knows my background, like I'm a tax accountant and like symbolically all blockchain really is, is a decentralized accounting ledger that you can like build cool shit on it. But like what really gets my juices flowing and it's like stuff that people don't care about. Like, and I've always invested in technology and the like the best investments are always the ones that like people like 
they aren't sexy picks and like data storage solutions are always going to be around forever because we're not going to go backwards in data. We're only going to go forward. There's always going to be more, there's always going to be more necessity and, and more need for, for like data storage. And if you can nail it like Jack was, you know, no one has to talk about it. Like that's, that's a good, like, you know, not financial advice, but like, that's a good investment because like Jack was only touching like the precipice of like what it wants to do. And like once they can start to curate and get like actual traditional businesses that have like gigantic amount of data and word of mouth gets around because like people want to save money. So like instead of them using like a centralized server that they pay whatever I you guys would probably know better than me what the price differential is. But like if you could save money and it's more secure, it doesn't even necessarily have to be as fast as a centralized like entity does you you know if it's comparable that's fine because people in data they're not really too concerned about speed anyhow it's more about security so like you know some firm some law firm that has like thousands of clients and all these ndas or or, or like a pharmacy or like a like a doc like you were saying earlier about schools and just like stuff that has to be real secure where there's no entry point for some idiot to get in and just like steal all this data and, and, and hold you ransom and all this stuff. It's like, it's really big and no one really talks about it. I mean, I know like the team at Jackal is excited about it, but just like the overall consensus, like the random person in crypto, they don't understand like how imperative and, and valuable that is. And like, that's why I get super excited for like anything that's building stuff that doesn't have to necessarily be DeFi related, whether that's like building some sort of solutions for um, artists or musicians or just data stores. Like those are the type of investments that like crypto will always sustain, you know, like there's people wouldn't fight even like regulation and stuff like that. They're not going to fight against like data stores. Like they're more concerned about stuff that's like competing against their dollar, their precious dollar. And if you offer like a stable coin that can beat their bond rates and stuff like that, they get irritated. And that's why they're, they throw hissy fits, but like, they're not going to be mad about people that are like building cool things that like bring value to data storage, because it's embarrassing even for them that even like, you know, government officials or um, stuff gets leaked out and the, the, any sort of solution that can make that better for them. They're, they're going to like it anyhow. That's my opinion. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, as you said, um, we're actually we're actually pretty comparable when it comes to speed um, for for many of those centralized entities. And um, um, and even if in those cases where we are where we are a little bit slower, um, I think anyone, especially um, in those sensitive data fields, the law firms, the tax firms, um, I, I think I'd be okay with having my file take an extra second to load if I know it's you know dang near impossible to get to yeah and then like like what patrick was saying when we when the first the, the space first tar, uh, started up for for anyone that's new or listens to the recording or whatever well if you're listening to the recording it would hurt it but um they um they're building like a web 2.2.5 2.5 to kind of bridge that gap so like if you have all this storage on say like google drives right now they're going to make it they're working on making it so you could just easily one click transact that over instead of doing like download each file into your computer or, or wherever and then put it on the jackal which would be super uh, that's like ideal it's essential so once that comes up like good yeah that's that's just good for business that's all i could say absolutely 
but yeah, man, um, if anyone has anything else before we wrap it up, I just appreciate your time. And you know, anyone that's like still grinding in the bear market, whether you're a community member or just a team, it's like, I, I have nothing but respect because this is where it is. Like that's, that's all I always tell people. Like, this is where it's at. You know, people, I, and I do think you said earlier about, you know, 10 years from now, there's going to be so many more people. I believe that to, to be so true, you know, and, and it's just like, it reminds me because I'm getting a little bit older. It just reminds me of like when I, I wasn't this old, but like when Steve Jobs, I was just a little ass kid then, but like Steve Jobs building computers in his freaking garage and, and like all this cool stuff is being built out. And then you have all these naysayers saying like, oh, the Internet's a scam and it's only for weirdos and all this other stuff. And like right now, like crypto really is just for like really the, the tech enthusiasts or people that just want to have a fun time with memes and stupid shit and NFTs and all that. But you know, crypto is the next wave of 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 um, technology. It's just inevitable, you know, and it's going to happen. You know, who knows how long? But I'm here for for the long game, and things take time. You know, like I always tell people, not to compare with like Web two, but if you want to use like examples, you know, I remember when I think it was in '93 or '94 when when uh, Amazon came out and was just a bookstore, and I thought it was so cool because I could like order oh, yeah. a book and do you know I could order God, a freaking I remember book. that. <laughs> yeah, like. I could order a book, right? I have it come to my house and then I could like look at reviews from other people and write reviews. And then like now, and that was, you know, 94 and then look what they are now. I'm not saying like these cryptos are going to get that big. It's just like, look how long it took them to get to where they're at. Oh, and, it's, like, we're it's just funny. We're too. just a baby. It's funny too. Cause I remember Amazon being the online bookstore for years and then they started selling a couple of random things. And I'm like, what on earth are these fools doing? They have a bookstore. You don't buy batteries at a bookstore. What are you doing? And now look where they are. <laughs> and I don't know if this is true. I swear I just read this not too long ago, just like scrolling through crap. But like Amazon's claim to fame was like they had a patent on one-click transactions. I swear I've seen that somewhere. I, yeah, I, that's... That's true. <laughs> yeah, so like they had a patent on that. So like any of their competitors or anyone that wanted to do like a shopping experience online couldn't do the one click transactions. It expired, but not that long ago. I swear it wasn't that long ago. Like may- maybe yeah. like early two thousands, like super early two thousands. But um, yeah, maybe late nineties. I can't remember exactly when, but but that's crazy that you can have a patent on one click transactions. Like that's like the thing that everyone goes for even in this space like the le- less is more people don't want to have to go on this wallet go on yeah. that wallet click it's all about accessibility and, and convenience and when crypto becomes more accessible and convenient to the general populace um that's that's kind of that's kind of where we take off and um that's kind of where jackal wants to be right now it's very much a web3 product you have to know to be in the cosmos and to know to go to this space for jackal um but where we want to be is to be indistinguishable from a web two product. Um, the only, the only way you would know it's a blockchain product is if someone told you that, Hey, this data is distributed across, you know, several different, several different providers, right? Otherwise, you know, in a perfect world, it would be, it would be indistinguishable. Yeah, man. Cheers to that. Cheers for the grind. Cause it'll happen. You know, if, it, if there's a will, there's a way it's going to happen for, for all, you know, all the, cool ass tech out there right now that's being built out and and you guys like i've liked you guys ever since the first time i met you guys and i knew that 
what you guys were doing was very useful and that you're, you had, you had, you know, your head on the grind and a vision and a roadmap and like everything you guys have done, like, you know, you, you know, you had the delays and the code and, and everything you've done and, and all the obstacles you guys are, you know, it, it reminds me, like, I hate to use like the metaphor, but like me being like an ex athlete and like, you think things are going to go exactly the way you think they're going to go. But then there's like all these like road, like hurdles or you want to call them potholes in the road. And then you just have to just kind of adapt and evolve. And I think you guys are doing a really good job of, of just like taking the punches and going with them and just keep moving forward. And in like the, the amount of what you guys have done since you, you know, even like test night, like you guys are doing good things. And I, you know, I, I have nothing but respect, you know, so that's all, that's what I wanted to leave that off of. Thanks Haas. I mean, one of the things that yeah, absolutely says all the time is we just try to be 1% better every day. So adds up. No, it's, it's a good adage. And like people listen to that, it's like a really good thing to do. Like w- regardless of whatever you're doing in your life, just always try to, be better the next day, you know, and improve. And, and that's how you keep going. And that's why I love this space because like, regardless of your background or how brilliant you are in the field that you're in, like this space is impossible to know everything. It's literally impossible. It, it doesn't matter. I don't care who you are. It's impossible because it just keeps evolving. Stuff keeps changing. And like, there's so much shit that's being built like all throughout crypto. And there's a lot of good things that are going to happen. And, I just can't wait, you know, for the day that it is just like just normal, you know, like how Web two is. Like people just go on like Facebook and they don't even think about like how it was built and like you know all the things that they took to to build that out. And it's going to be the same thing in this space too. So I guess I'm going to leave it on that. If you guys had any last final words for for the people that are here, the people that do listen, and we can say goodbye. Um, I just real quickly, uh, thanks again for, for hosting us. Um, look forward to you know, always talking again. And for those of you who aren't on the Discord, please join us. We have a pretty active community. Uh, we'd like to take feedback um, from the dashboard and our product and all that stuff. We do have a town hall uh, every Wednesday at uh, 1 p.m. Central Standard. Uh, Haas, can you convert that to, to, to UTC? I'm super bad at that. Uh, but <laughs> again, uh, 1 p.m. Central Standard. So that would be two here. So two here would be 18 UTC. Yeah, uh, every every Wednesday. So please pop by. Uh, we were we open to suggestions. We want to take people's uh, constructive criticism because uh, for every ooh, uh, the customers always well almost always right right. And this product is built for you guys right. So if it doesn't work for you, then you know that I mean it wasn't built for you, and we want to make sure it's built for you. So uh, please come by again every Wednesday, eighteen UTC. All right, everyone. Thanks, man. It's a pleasure talking to all you guys, and I appreciate everyone that was in here. So take care, everyone. Have a great day. I'm always here to help, so always feel free to hit me up. Take care, everyone. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Jekyll Protocol Updates, hosted by Cosmos Haas, recorded on Thursday, May 4th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through.
back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Energy always gets the best of me when I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch. Over shit, spitting facts with my vision smash. Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastised into digging holes in the back nine. The latest proof. Ain't no way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Spaces.